Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. It is a uh, gorgeous Wednesday here in the capital city. Wow, this is uh, what we like to see. Finally, away from the rain, some warmer temperatures, everything coming up roses. <laughs> feel like I'm at the Rose Parade. Uh, we've got a uh, power pack program for you today. Pray tell, since I just walked in the building two seconds ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry I was a little late. Uh, it's all right, Jimmy. Okay. All right. Who's on the show? <laughs> we got Pat Hardy coming up today. All right. I like that. <laughs> in his Wednesday spot. We'll talk a lot with the Hawkeyes. Yeah. As, uh, what he saw over Friday night at Valley Stadium. We'll get his mm-hmm. thoughts on that. We'll also talk about... The non-conference schedule has now been completed for 2019. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Middle Tennessee will be coming to town. To I saw your tweet last night. September. You're not happy. Why do you say that? Because don't they have to pay them 1.5 mil? Yeah. Is that price is doing it, business? Is that standard now? It is. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about okay. it, though, Jimmy. All right. Don't be putting words in my All mouth right. already. All we, right. We, we made it a minute and a half. I know. I already started in on you. Right. right. I'll shut up. I'll have my takes. You have your own. Okay. We'll do it that way. We got Adam Kramer stopping by. A lot of college football talk with him at 1 o'clock. Aaron Torres will put a cap on college basketball with Aaron from Fox Sports. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the local teams. We'll talk a little bit about Iowa. Iowa State, still difficult to kind of figure out what exactly is going to happen there. Uh, with uh, Iowa State and all the different moving pieces you have. Elijah Brown, the talented transfer from New Mexico, he is going to be making a visit to Iowa State, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. That's a kid that we talked about yesterday with mm-hmm. Alex Halstead. Averaged nearly 19 points a game. Not uh, He was a volume scorer. Right. He liked to get his shots <laughs> up. But they need guys that can score for next year. And uh, we'll get thoughts on that and much more uh, coming up there. We'll talk about Iowa State, Iowa, MVC, and college basketball as a whole. A lot of uh, moving parts. Yesterday, Isaac Haas announced that he's going to explore the NBA options. Uh, we saw Thomas Bryan almost yes. also at Indiana. Now, there's something to remember about this. Before, it was where college players had an opportunity to look at the draft process and go through it one time in their college career. Now you can do it basically every year. Yes. And you know what? I For a guy like Tyler Cook... Yeah. What's the problem of just taking a Take, look? Taking a peek. Because it's not like it was before where you could only do it one time. And certainly after this year, and maybe just looked at it and said, look, it doesn't make sense for me to do this. If he puts up a monster sophomore year, it'll be a different conversation. Right. But you're not beholden to, if I try this once, it doesn't work, and then I get hurt my sophomore year, I can't do it again you know, until my senior year if I want to explore it. It's not that anymore. You could go through every year the draft evaluation if you'd want to, and uh, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to impact you as long as you don't hire an agent. Mm-hmm. You've got to stay That's away from the key. agents. That's it. But uh, we'll talk about that with Aaron Torres. 2 o'clock, B.J. Rydell's going to stop by. We'll talk some Vikings, NFC North with him uh, as we get ready for the NFL draft. So some NFL draft conversation coming up in the 2 o'clock hour as well. And also, my nephew, Nick. He's coming in. He's going to stop by in the uh, late in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll talk with him about everything going on. He's a big uh, basketball NBA guy like Okay. You. And uh, an interesting NBA night we'll get into this evening uh, coming up with the finale of the regular season. Now, this is the night that I actually care about the NBA. So April 12th, that's the time this year that I finally got into it. And then the playoffs right after that. You're just starting now. 
I know. I that's it. Listen, I, I'm good with that because I know that you will watch the games just yes. like I will. Yes. So it'll be it'll be fun for both of us then uh, once the playoffs start. Also, the uh, NHL playoffs begin as well. They do. Yeah. 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 Uh, is it? Uh, doesn't Chicago have Minnesota in the first round? That sounds right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be entertaining. That's 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 going to be fun. But let's start with the big news from yesterday. Okay. Comes out in the afternoon that Iowa has completed their schedule. So they're set for the next three years. It'll be Iowa State each of these years. Mm-hmm. We know that. And uh, this year it's Wyoming and North Texas. Those are the two teams that are on the schedule. Next year then, 2018, Iowa will have Northern Iowa and Northern Illinois. And then in 2019, it'll be Miami of Ohio and the aforementioned Middle Tennessee. That is who is on the non-conference portion of the schedule. Right Now, the reason for this, in the past, Iowa has shown that they would go out and they would play another Power 5 conference team back when you only played eight conference games. That's true. With the Big Ten's move to nine games, it it has put Iowa in a corner where they have to make the decision now. They continually say that they need seven home games to balance the budget for the rest of the athletic department. It is millions of dollars that they make per game for each home game. So that does absolutely make sense if you want to do that. But if you're a season ticket holder and you look over the next three years, you will get the teams that we mentioned in Iowa State. That's all you get. Yeah. It's not It's not overly exciting. Yes, you replaced that game that they had in the past with Arizona State, with Syracuse, with Pittsburgh, the programs that we've seen them play before. Mm-hmm. You've replaced that with another conference game, but even with that, it just feels a little bit hollow. Is it hollow to you because you see somebody like, well, like last year? Didn't Wisconsin play LSU? They did, yeah. Okay. okay. Didn't Oklahoma play Ohio Ohio State? State? Right. And you know why they can do that? Because Wisconsin every year doesn't have to play Wisconsin State. Ohio State every year doesn't have to play Ohio U. They don't play home-and-homes with the Bobcats. No, they do right? not. No, There's no such thing as a Wisconsin State. No. There's no such thing as a Minnesota State, Nebraska State. On and on and on and on. Iowa is locked into this deal with Iowa State, and that is the reason, and that is the reason alone that they are not playing another Power 5 conference team. So if you're a Hawkeye fan and you want to see something different, then the Iowa State game is going to have to go away. It's as simple as that. There is no other way around it. There were many people that were hopeful Maybe in 2019 they could find a neutral site game. Sure. Play something in Soldier Field. How against, about, how not about, against Northern Illinois. Play a name opponent. Yeah. There. How about K-State? Play K-State in Arrowhead. They did that back in the late 90s. In fact, that was Kirk's first game. Okay. As head coach was down there. Darren Sproles had a big punt return in the game, and uh, they lost that one to Kansas State. Play Arkansas and St. Louis. Yeah. Do something different. That was the hope. But remember, first of all, you're splitting revenue. And though when Michigan played Florida – uh, or is going to play Florida this year to kick off the year right. down at Jerry World. Yes. Those two programs have more cachet yeah. than a, even an Iowa-Arkansas tilt would have. No, I agree. Than a, oh, I mean, whatever else you want to throw out there. Even Iowa-Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They play at Lucas Oil in Indianapolis. Sure. Whatever you come up with, it's not going to have the same cachet as those teams that play there. And the guarantees that you get mon- monetarily will not be as big as those other programs. You can look at it and say, oh, boy, look. Michigan's getting $3 million right. to play that game. Right. Iowa wouldn't get $3 million to play a neutral site game. Because they're not in that cachet level. One other thing that you have to realize is the people inside your community. You know, the business owners that 
now have grown accustomed to having seven home games a year. You take that away, that's going to create a rift. That's going to create problems inside the community, inside of Iowa City for the small business owners that need those seven games themselves, and you don't want to create friction there. So there are a lot of different layers that you have to get into, but the simplest part about this is with the Iowa State-Iowa game locked into the schedule, this is what you're going to get for the foreseeable future. This is what you're going to get year after year. And as much as you love Cyhawk Week, Jim, I love it's games. It's my favorite. Yeah. I love games when seeing Iowa I, I love going down to Arizona in Tucson and watching sure. them play down there. Sure. I love the trip in 04, even though Iowa got throttled by Arizona State. Those games are outstanding. I love to see those games, but they're not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not going to happen anymore with the current construction, and that's why this is where I go. I don't want the series to go away, but I want to see it go on hiatus. A two-year period, say out of every decade, you get two years on, two years off. Two years on. Oh, I see what you're two saying. Years off. Okay, so you're not eliminating it. It's not eliminated. Okay, but it just goes on hiatus for a couple of years, and that will give Iowa an ability then to go out and schedule a home and home with the power program. Now, before Iowa does this, and, and if they would do this, and Gary Barta makes a phone call over to Jamie Pollard, I think it needs to be a conversation that needs to be hit. It needs to be a conversation that is talked about beforehand, where Barta has to get knowledge from another athletic department that they're good to go, that mm-hmm. they can do a home-and-home. Home. And I think the series right now is signed through 2023, perhaps, okay. like that, 2022. Regardless, you need to have, hey, we have a home-and-home home locked into place. Georgia will play this game. Texas will play this game. Whatever program you want to throw out there for a home-and-home. And, home. and I think it has to have even more cachet than what you had in the past than Pitt, then Arizona State, then Arizona. It has to be a big-time program where you I can agree. go I agree. and you say, we're taking this two-year hiatus. Yeah, The game's not going away, but for these two years, we're not going to play Iowa State, but we are going to replace it with a big-name opponent. That has to be a conversation that has had beforehand before you eliminate this. Would it have to be somebody then uh, where you mentioned Georgia? Could yeah. it be? Does It doesn't necessarily have to be an SEC team or anything, but, right. it, but it would have to be some sort of high-profile yes. team. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you can get away with it for Wake Forest. Right. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Or North Carolina State. Vanderbilt. No, whoever no. you want to throw Yes. Off yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's got to be a name. A big name yeah. brand program okay. to accomplish Oklahoma. That. Oklahoma right. State. Yes. Yeah, so, something. It, Texas. Even Oklahoma State, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that would work. Yeah, Texas. I mean, we're talking big brands here. Can that happen? You know, are those teams willing to come to Kinnick Stadium for the back half of a home-and-home? You don't know. You don't know that. But I think before the decision is made that we're going away for the series, and it's just a hiatus again. Right. It's not eliminating it right. for two years. And, and think of the conversations that we'll be able to have in those two years that don't happen. First of all, you'll be able to get a great home-and-home home for Iowa. I think Iowa State would be able to schedule a very good one I would themselves. think they would probably be able to do the same thing. Because yes. it's a power conference team, yes. power five conference team. There's people out there looking for that game, looking for that home-and-home home themselves. So they're going to be able to replace it with an attractive game. You couple that with the fact that during that time, what would have happened this year? Who would have won this game? And the arguments back and forth, Uh that will be fun. The game won't happen, but the arguments will still be out there of who would have won the game. Yes. And there'll never be an answer for it. And you know know what? Two years later, we do get to see him again. Yeah. And then the buildup for that coming back after being away for two years. That would would be monstrous. That will be. I think there are a lot of avenues that you can look at here where you still are able to play these games. Mm -hmm. They'll still happen. But every once in a while, every couple of years, maybe you play four years on, 
two years off. Off, yeah. A four-year contract, two years two off. Years we'll off. come back with four more and years. four more years. Something like that. Sure. Because there is no wiggle room anymore. No. With the Big 12 playing nine conference games. Correct. With the Big 10 playing nine conference yep. games, there's no wiggle room left. I want to see it come back. It's a good point. I mean, it's a very good point. I mean, if I, I, I happened to look on Twitter and you had people complaining once again when they had booked Middle Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Actually, one guy said, man, I was really excited. I thought we're... And then I realized it's not basketball. Because <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Middle Tennessee with Kermit Davis as the coach, they're damn good. It's not basketball. No, it's football. No. So I, I get that. And you know what, Trent? If... If that were the reason that they went four years, two off, back to four, two, I could see that. I could see that working. Mm-hmm. I really could because that would allow Iowa State as well as Iowa then to schedule a top tier opponent. Yes, and it's something I think that's needed because All right, look but, at the season ticket holder base. Yeah, what you're selling them over the next three years. Okay, read it off. Games. Read it off. Your home games. Are Wyoming and Tex- North Texas this year? Yeah. Next season, 2018, you get Northern Illinois. Iowa State comes back to Kinnick, and you and I. And then in 2019, it's Miami of Ohio and Middle Tennessee. How are you selling that? Yeah. How are you selling that? That's that's. When you've a grown t- accustomed to playing big non-conference games, good non-conference games, not great, not great. You know, they're not out there. They're not scheduling the heavyweights each and every year. Right. But they're playing at least a name opponent. Now you're trying to sell Wyoming, North Texas. It doesn't work. And they tried to sell North Dakota State, and look what happened. Well, and that's a different conversation, and and that leads into the scheduling of Middle Tennessee State. You mentioned the money. We'll get to that in a moment. Middle Tennessee State's a good program. Mm -hmm. They've won games. They are continually one of the better programs. They've been in bowls. Yes, absolutely. They're in Conference USA now. Yeah. Much like I said a year ago, it didn't make a lick of sense. And when it was announced that they're playing North Dakota State, nothing to gain everything to lose. Correct. This is another game. If you're going to bring in a tomato can, then bring in a real tomato can. Because the difference between getting to the college football playoff mm-hmm. and not, is not playing Middle Tennessee State as opposed to, I don't know, name the worst team, Idaho. Who sure, yeah. Who's actually making the transition back down to the FCS level. That's not going to be the difference between you getting in and staying out of the college football playoff or making a Rose Bowl or whatever it is. That's not the determining factor, but you know what? Much like North Dakota State, Middle Tennessee could come in and beat Iowa. The way they play, the tempo that they play at, especially early in the season when Iowa's not playing their best football, this doesn't make a lick of sense. Mm -hmm. If you're going to play somebody bad, play somebody bad. But the cost, $1.55 million. You know why it's so high, Jimmy B? That was going to be my first question to you. Well, in the Sun Belt, they brought in Louisiana Monroe back, oh, Five years ago. Right. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. They've also played Arkansas State. Yeah. Both of those games cost over a million dollars, and that was before. I mean, wow. it really escalated. Now wow. it's escalated up even more. And the reason, and especially for Big Ten programs, is the smartest man in the room, Jim Delaney. When Jim Delaney came down with his edict that no longer could Big Ten teams schedule games against comp- uh, teams from the FCS. Right. That means no more UNI, North Dakota State, yep. Illinois State, on yep. and on and on. Yep. Now, for programs like Ohio State, Michigan, basically everybody in the Big Ten East, that's not a big deal because they have all the MAC schools out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of close places that they can go to that are happy to come and have the buy game sure. there and keep the costs low. But for the programs in the Big Ten West, 
well, now we can't get North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Illinois State, Missouri State. These are all teams that have been littered on these on these schedules for the Big Ten West over the last few years. Now without that ability, that drives the price up because they know a program like Middle Tennessee, we got you by the short hairs. You don't got let many people. And as you know, schedules are set very far in advance. They are. There aren't a whole lot of teams that have an open date. Yeah, we'll come. It's going to cost you. Yeah. It's going to cost you a lot. That's what happened here. 1.55 mil. Mm-hmm. How much do they make at a home game, roughly? Three mil? About three and a half. Do they? Yeah. All right, so they show. Shelled... sold-out home game, three and a half. It's three and a half? Yeah. All right, so that puts them down at two. Yep. Uh, that's still a nice pocket right. full of change. And but you still got to pay everybody but, yeah, and operations right. and all yeah. those things. But yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, but that is, that's a lot of dough. I am just, uh, I am very disappointed that they brought an opponent that is going to be pretty decent, more than likely. Mm-hmm. That they, I want to see how much they did explore a neutral site game. If the conversations with were had with Kansas City, St. Louis, right? Uh, St. Louis against Arkansas to me seemed like oh, a slam dunk. I agree, slam dunk. I agree. Drivable for yes, both fan bases. Yes, a building that hardly is used anymore. They would love to bring those teams in. The guarantees, I think, would be pretty good. Yeah. You'd be able to sell it to kick off the season. And having those two programs, you got the Bielema angle in Iowa. I think it would be a national broadcast. Would it be the big national night game? No, probably not. No, but it would be a national broadcast. Absolutely. It would be on somewhere. It would yeah. be, at, at the very least, it would be the ESPN 11 o'clock game. Sure. You know, and I think it would be even better than that. I think it would be a 2.30 window, and you'd find a spot for that game. To not have that, that was disappointing to see. I don't know how much the conversations were had. I don't know how much it was talked about, but it was something that I think could have excited the fan base. You also, with your season ticket base, could have coupled it in a way, hey, you can either just buy the home package or you can patch it together and also get this neutral site game. There were things that could have been done here. Were they explored enough? I don't know. It's a conversation. We get Coach or, uh, Gary Barta on the phone. That's one of the first things. Well, we do ask. have Pat Hardy coming up. We do, and we'll get them, and we'll talk with Pat a little bit about his thoughts on it. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's what we got. Okay. The local scene. Also, some more scheduling news on basketball coming up a little bit later on. John Rothstein, it was actually something I'd mentioned a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Must be uh, listening to us. Probably. Hey, they should. But uh, Iowa, one of their first games in the non-conference schedule next year will be Southern Utah. Yeah. A bad, bad oh, team. God. More on that a little bit later on. Oh, man. I I couldn't believe when I saw that. Pat Hardy coming up on the other side. AllHawkeyes.com. We'll get into things with Pat as we talk. Little Hawkeyes on the other side. The non-conference schedule set for the Hawks for the next three years. Shell out your dough for Wyoming, North Texas, Northern Illinois, you and I, Miami, Ohio. And Middle Tennessee, get your tickets now, Jimmy B. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, We're coming right back, and Pat Hardy will be our guest. We're just getting underway. It's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 
515-225-8866 or check them out online wolfconstruction.net Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. It's hockey season and my Iowa Wild are back. From puck drop until the final horn, I'll be on my feet, pounding the glass and cheering on Des Moines team. Three periods of fast-paced hockey, beer flowing, and a good night out with my buddies. That's Iowa Wild Hockey. There's something for everyone with Iowa Wild Hockey at Wells Fargo Arena. The puck drops Thursday and Friday. Both games start at 7. Thursday is Health and Wellness Night featuring a water bottle giveaway. Friday is Fan Appreciation featuring $2 beer, jersey auctions, prize giveaways throughout the night, and much more. Iowa Wild Hockey lives here. Get a beautiful floor the easy way with Tarkett Laminate Flooring from Menards. Malibu Laminate Flooring adds style to your home. With a 30-year warranty, Malibu Laminate Flooring is durable and a great choice for active families. It features an attached pad for quick and easy installation and is available in cocoa berry oak or harvest oak. Right now, Malibu Laminate Flooring is just $149 a square foot. Find this and other great deals now during Menards Easter Sale. Save big money at Menards. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! 
And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment on return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back, everybody. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock right here on the Big Talker. Had a lot of uh, Iowa discussion with their new scheduling and everything. Uh, and a guy who can really get into all of that for us is Pat Hardy. AllHawkeyes.com. It's always a great read when uh, you need information on the Hawks with Pat. He comes to us on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Patrick. How you doing, gentlemen? We're doing great, pal. All right, so Trent and I had this conversation just before you came on with Iowa hooking up now with Middle Tennessee. I was excited at first. I thought it was basketball, and then I realized it was football, and it's going to cost uh, the Hawks 1.55 mil for them to come in and play. Your thoughts on that uh, big booking? Yeah, it when I saw it, it kind of reminded me of a lot of different things, and automatic, automatically the series against Iowa State became a big topic of conversation on social media yesterday because everybody blames Iowa's lack of scheduling flexibility for forcing them to schedule games like that, and there is some truth to it. I mean, there's not it's not a real galvanizing game. It doesn't really motivate you, but they're really limited in what they can do right now because of nine conference games and Iowa State. They're not going to give up a seventh home game because it's bad business. No other Big Ten teams are going to do that. And I'm I'm for the Iowa State series. I really am. But I know it's not perfect, and yesterday was a reminder of that. Well, for me, Pat, I, I've been a longtime proponent of having a hiatus for this Iowa-Iowa State series. Uh, maybe when the schedule is looked at again and when they renew the contract, possibility of four years on with two years off, and you kind of go alternating with that style. Still have this game. It's not going to go away. It's still going to happen. But after the four-year stretch, you have two years off. That gives both Iowa State and Iowa an ability to go out and spice up the non-conference schedule a little bit for Iowa to go find a name-brand program to get a home-and-home with. Or if they want to go neutral site for a couple of years, they can do that. Whatever it may be, I think it would add a little bit of intrigue to the series, too, because we could argue back and forth who would have won those two games when they were on hiatus for it not to go away, but at the very least have a break in there every once in a while. Well, I think that's definitely like I'm writing a column right now. I haven't finished it yet, but I think you can. there's three ways of thinking. I think there's some fans who just, under any circumstance, they want the game played. They want it played They from the legislation and everything, image, perception, fairness, and because they say we're in a low-population state, yet we have two Division One football programs from two different Power Fives, we need to enjoy that and show that every year. That's one group. Another group is what you're saying. Play them in cycles. Play them maybe every other year, maybe four years straight, two years off, every three years. Then there's another group that doesn't want to play Iowa State anymore at all, and this is one of the reasons, because it lacks scheduling flexibility. And Iowa State hasn't been good enough recently to where when Iowa wins, it's anything. So it's a no-lose proposition. And all that stuff came to the surface yesterday when we found out 
it was Middle Tennessee State, but I didn't expect anything big. I figured that's what it was going to be. They've been doing this since about 1985 is when everything changed. If you look at Iowa's schedule, Hayden Fry came in here and said, listen, I can't do what Bob Cummings did or I'm going to fail. I mean, Bob Cummings, I just looked, he was 5-10 and 10 in 15 non-conference games. He played USC, Penn State, Syracuse, UCLA, Utah, and very good Iowa State teams. I mean, he just didn't have a chance half the time because there were years where he played Penn State, USC, and UCLA mm-hmm. or Syracuse. I mean, he was fighting an uphill battle, and Hayden changed that, and that's where we are right now. I mean, it's a business thing right now, and they're not going to give up that seventh home game. But what I think they could do is, why not every three or four years schedule a neutral site big-time game? Yeah, you're not going to make quite as much money as hosting a home game, and there's a much bigger chance for losing. But look what Wisconsin did. They were able to capitalize by bringing LSU to play in Lambeau Field last year, and they won the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, to me, there's other ways you can get around this, but I just don't think we're, there's too much pressure and influence, I think, saying keep this Iowa State game going. So I don't think we're ever going to lose that. Okay. Um do you know if anything was uh, rumored or discussed? Trent and I talked about this before you came on as well, and we thought we'd throw this one at you, about a neutral field game. Trent's in love with having Iowa play Arkansas in Me St. Too. Louis. Yeah. Or K- I heard about that. Or K-State in Kansas City. Have there been any rumblings at all about a neutral field game? Nothing specific. There's always rumblings like that up here, but you don't know who's responsible for the rumbling sometimes. And there's definitely talk about that, but it's not like I've heard, oh, hey, Gary Barta says they're this close to negotiating with blah, blah, blah. What happened was we had Brett Bielema on radio up here in Iowa City last spring, and Brett was the one who brought it up. He's like, I would love to play my alma mater at Arrowhead. Let's uh-huh. do it. Yeah. Let's make it work. I know it's going to take a lot of sacrificing on both ends, but let's make this thing work and you know, another thing you got to remember is how they always use, well, we need the seventh grade for financial. Yeah, I do agree with that, but they get so much money from television now to where it's not going to be every, if you do it every four or five years, it's not going to be a huge financial loss. There's ways to do it. I like, I would love to play Arkansas and Arrowhead. Wouldn't you love to be preparing for that game right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would. It would create some intrigue, and that was the hope, at least for a lot of people, for 2019, knowing that the next two years were set, but possibly going down that route, not going to happen, obviously, as we know uh, at this point. And, And the other thing, you're in the community. You're in Iowa City, so you know much better than we would. I've heard this bandied about a little bit, but not a whole lot. The impact of going from seven games down to six games, what that does to the local business owners, to the community of Iowa City. And uh, I think that not enough people give credence to that because it is an impact. The athletic department doesn't want to tick off their local advertisers. That's a big part of it because from a financial standpoint, it's not going to hurt Iowa that much because they get so much money from the Big Ten Network. Where it's going to hurt Iowa is public relations with what you just said. Mm-hmm. If those companies suffer, the hotels, the restaurants, what have you, and then if they start pulling their advertising or if they have resentment, then that can have a trickle-down effect. So, yeah, I think there's so much involved in this, and I, that's why I think there's ways to work around it. I, I mean, you need that seventh home game, but there's, I just think if you do this every four or five years and, and let the community know that's your, what you're going to do and give them a chance to prepare for that and explain to them why you're doing that every four or five years, I think they could reach some type of agreement. I mean, because... When that Middle Tennessee came out yesterday, another non it's almost like you're just filling spots. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not, let's just get 
through this so we can get to the Big Ten schedule, hopefully unscathed. It's bad enough we don't beat Iowa State like we used to all the time. That that kind of seems to be how it feels right now. Okay. But they haven't beaten Iowa State all that that's much. That's the other problem. Yeah. That's the other problem, and I think that's why a lot of these Iowa fans, they won't admit it, but part of the reason they want nothing to do with Iowa State is it's not an easy win anymore. I think if it was an easy win, there'd be more Iowa people saying, yeah, the series sucks, but at least we get that victory every year against the Power Five. That's not happening anymore. It's a 500 series over the last 20 years. Well, Pat, from uh, scheduling, let's jump over to the actual football team and uh, talk a little bit about Friday over at Valley Stadium, uh, what you saw over there, and also uh, just kind of an overview. Of the, maybe the biggest news came out before the practice even began. Germanique Smith sitting out for the rest of the spring, concentrating on academics and trying to get on the right track there. And, of course, the ACL injury to Brandon Snyder. That one feels like a big blow to a defensive backfield that's got a lot of new guys coming in. Yeah, my biggest impression from the whole thing Friday was I think it's morphing into more of a fan-friendly event. I don't think Iowa is approaching it from a football list. We've got to go down there and get better. I think they're going down there. They barely did a – I mean, they did some 11-on-11, some 7-on-7, some drills. They never went completely live. They barely practiced for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think it's becoming more of a fan-friendly thing, and I think that's great. I, I don't think every day has to be spent grinding away, and I think it's really good the way they're doing it. What – the news couldn't have been any worse because you hate any time a player gets hurt and you don't like to see a player struggling academically, but the positions of each one. I mean, now they basically have to they have to replace three-fourths of their starting secondary. Every player that started in the secondary in the bowl game is gone. Now Anthony Garris. So and then you throw in the receiver position. They had two receivers on scholarship working out Friday at Valley, and neither one caught a pass last year. The only one who caught a pass that was there was Ronald Nash, a walk-on who had two catches for 14 yards. So it's a, it's a, it's a sus- receiver is always suspect in Iowa right now. But until I've seen otherwise with Vandenberg out and his uncertainty and Germanic Smith, to me, it's it could be a major weakness if some guys don't step up. Pat Hardy is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pat, what do you hear on Vandenberg? Uh, is is everything going okay, or is it just uh, everything so quiet that it makes you skeptical? Well, I'm, I'm skeptical just because of how it happened. I mean, he was completely healed again. Kirk even said it was not. We thought we were going to use him in the bowl game. We decided not to. So he had passed all the MRIs and all the stuff that they do, and I'm sure at a Big Ten football program like Iowa, you do as good as it gets. So he, And then yet he still got hurt. And I first heard about him getting hurt um, to a friend of mine who runs a business where Vandenberg came in in like mid to late February. He's like, he's on crutches. He's out. He's not going to. And I actually just, I didn't write anything because I just put something on my message board, my board saying that he's out. And then I knew eventually it would come out. I mean, the concern is that it keeps happening, that it lingers and he's not 100%. And if he's not 100% next year and Dramatic Smith's not playing, like I said, that receiver position, I, I don't know what to expect from it. But there's always a concern when you hurt the, when you suffer the same injury again without any contact, and with really without any warning. It just happened. Well, the good news is they got plenty of tight ends. they got a lot of different options out there. Maybe you don't have the complete package, but when you combine the five guys that they have out there, you can come up with a lot of different combinations. And Brian Ferentz, he knows a little something back when he was a tight ends coach over with New England about using two tight ends and uh, incorporating the offense that way. Yeah, and I saw enough of Noah Fant last year to know athletically he – he fits the George Kittle mold, and I just did a column yesterday, 10 players, next man in players, who've got a huge role change coming up. They're either going to be starting or playing big roles, and Noah Fant was the one 
for the tight end position. I know they list Peter Picard as the starter, but Noah Fant and, to me, T.J. Hokinson and maybe Sean Beyer will be the tight ends that they use in these seam routes to try to get downfield. Picard, I think, will catch some, but he's going to have more of a blocking role just because of the way he's built physically. They have no experience at tight end besides really Peter Picard and a little bit of Noah Fant, but they have tons of intriguing prospects. That's how I would look at that right now. Is there anybody of the tight ends, uh, if push came to shove, could roll to a wide receiver spot, or are they just not in that, yeah, well, uh, not in that category? Byer played wide receiver last year, so he could if they absolutely needed it, but he wouldn't. He'd be a big over-the-field kind of a possession. He wouldn't be someone what they really need, okay. especially if they don't have Jermaine Smith. But, yeah, Byer and Fant would probably be your best possibilities, but they need to figure They need somebody to step up. They need one or two of these walk-ons. They need a young guy, it's just somebody out of the – they need someone like Devontae Young to all of a sudden catch 30 balls this year. That's He's going to be in his second year. I did, I don't believe he redshirted. They need somebody – Adrian Falconer, he's in his third or fourth year now. He needs to step up now and become a guy that they can rely on day-to-day, game-to-game. That's what needs to happen at receiver. Pat Hardy joining us, allhawkeyes.com on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, Pat, from the offensive side, let's jump over a little defense. I thought – you know, the offensive line did a good job in run blocking of what we were able to see, but maybe that's a little bit of a negative on that defensive line. Very dinged up right now. Budgeta, both the Nelsons. I mean, there, there's a lot of question marks up front there. And, Pat, you know as well as anybody, for Iowa, under Kirk Ferris, for them to be successful, that defensive line's got to be good. Yeah, I agree. And I had Cedric Lattimore way up high on my list of next man in importance. I think he was fourth. I mean, he's not going to pick up where Jaleel Johnson left off. That would be unreasonable to think that. But he can't be a weakness either. If he's going to be the guy they have in there, I think with Budgeta, we know what we're getting at this stage. He's good. He's not all-star potential. He's good. He's better than serviceable. They need Lattimore to be at least that, or they're going to have problems. That's why I also think we're going to see some maybe A.J. Epinesa playing some in defensive tackle. I think they can use him in both. I know he hasn't stepped foot on the campus yet as a player, but I think he will definitely – figure in the mix at defensive tackle. That's another position where they need guys to step up. Guys that haven't done it yet, they need to do it or they're going to struggle. Middle Tennessee State on the schedule. Good thing? Bad thing? What's your opinion on that? You know, it is what it is. I mean, it's basically a spot filled with what should be a victory and a day that everybody is happy and the community makes its money and it, it serves its purpose as a non-conference game in which they don't have to schedule a home and away or risk losing that bad. Now, we've seen them lose to teams like Central Michigan and stuff recently, so I think that fans will always kind of bring that up, but it is what it is. I mean, they're so limited right now with what they can do scheduling. People reached out to me, why won't they play Louisville, North Carolina, Miami, Virginia? I had this list. Every one of those teams would demand a home and away with Iowa. Sure. You do a home and away with Iowa State, if it falls on a year where you're playing at Ames, you're down to six home games. Okay. It's that simple. It comes down to that. That's yeah, but, what it but is. Pat, you just, you just referenced, though, that all the money that the school gets now from television, that that would allow them to do something like that. It allows that's... Iowa, but that doesn't help the hotels and the restaurants okay. and everything in Iowa so City. That's, so that's what it's all about then, really. I think it has to be part of that. I think you had Trent brought that up earlier. I think... Iowa has to keep in good standing with all these companies because they do a big part. In, I mean, football, I've read the football home season is about $100 million to the Iowa City economy. Okay. Or, you know, the seven home games. I mean, that that's just some. That's what gets jeopardized. Iowa's going to be fine financially, but Iowa doesn't want to have bad relationships with its business customers locally. 
Pat, uh, final thing here over on the basketball front. Looks like uh, since we talked last, all the rumors have subsided, and uh, everybody appears to be coming back with the Hawkeyes next year. That means that Connor McCaffrey, as long as he's playing basketball only, he will be uh, a non-scholarship player. He'll have to walk on. It's going to be a difficult process to figure out how you're going to divvy up those minutes between 14 guys now. It is, but Fran's shown that he's willing to do it, doesn't mind doing it. What I thought was funny from the basketball banquet, the news was that the news was that there was no news. That was the news. <laughs> I didn't go to the – I mean, I put a couple of weeks ago that Dale Jones wasn't coming back because yeah. I didn't tweet it. And go, but, I mean, they basically said he wasn't coming back. It was, But I guess Fran had to confirm it again. And the Christian Williams stuff, I'll give Iowa credit. When that rumor broke, I reached out to Matt Weinzel. He checked for me tweeted back to me that there are no expected roster changes taking place. So I didn't go crazy publicly. I just put it on my message board for the people who subscribed to my site. And I knew that Christian Williams wasn't leaving. I think he thought about it temporarily. He talked to some people that he's close to, decided after talking to Fran that his best opportunity is to come here. Peter Jock's vacating a lot of minutes to be played by yep. guys yep. in the backcourt. I think Fran stressed that to Christian. If he works on his offense, he gets a little better offensively. His defense is going to find him minutes without Peter there now. So, yeah, that stuff, it was just kind of weird how the news was, the fact there was no news. All right, uh, final basketball question then from me. Southern Utah State, why? Well, they, they could play the three of us, <laughs> and it would be a better game than Southern Utah State. It's kind of a mini version of football. It's, 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 it's easy. You can get the team to come here under your terms. You're going to have to pay them, and you're going to get a win. You're going to basically get a win. And there's not a, you know, there's not the, you won't have to try to schedule a home and away or what have you. It's just easy. It's easy and convenient. That's what a lot of this non-conference scheduling has come down to. Just how easy you can do it and how likely the victory is going to be. I'm sorry to say that, but that's what it is. The frustrating part about this is this is something that has been continual now going into Mm -hmm. year number eight of Fran McCaffrey. Everybody in the country, even Duke, they all play by games. The problem is is Fran year after year puts a big number of these by games that are in the awful category, terrible teams. You're going to bring somebody in, but it doesn't hurt you to take in and bring in a team that's going to be, you know, a middling MAC team, somebody from the Horizon League that might be decent. Is there a possibility you're going to lose it? Possibly. But year after year, their non-conference schedule struggles in terms of strength of schedule, not because of what they play in the ACC Big Ten Challenge in Iowa State and the Big Four Classic, but because they play four, five, sometimes six of these awful opponents, and it seems like Fran, a guy that went to the Wharton Business School, just can't get the math. <laughs> but he will counter by saying it's because of those fixed games, those games that they're locked into, that's why they do this. They're, they feel, they'll tell you, their schedule's already tough enough with the games they have to play non-conference that they need some breathing room. That's how they would counter that, I think. Wow. That, I think they're convinced of that, and I think that's how... They feel, I'm with you, though. Some of, I mean, some of those non-conference games this past year, Savannah State, yes. were yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it just... They were just ridiculous. So, yeah, that is – I agree with you on that, but I just don't think it's going to change because the need to get wins early is just too great. I mean, in this day and age when coaches – we saw with Lick, if you don't get it done in three years, you can be out of here. And I think there's that much pressure. But I just wish they compromise more. Just, okay, throw two or three Savannah States in there, but once more, well, give us a Utah instead of a Southern Utah. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like they always manage to find the direction that really makes it a less appealing matchup. Yeah, do, Southern yeah. Utah would be great. Southern yeah. Utah, that's not as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we'll let you go on this. Uh, just tweeted out by uh, Adrian Wojanowski, Miles Bridges at Michigan State. 
uh, canceled his meeting with agents and is believed that he's going to come back for his sophomore year at wow. Michigan State. Good for him, and that, to me, makes them the clear cut. Mm-hmm. Even, I, most, I mean, Swanigan, he's – the only reason Swanigan hasn't hired an agent is because he lives with an agent. His guardian is an agent. He's gone. And I saw that Vince Edwards and Haas both are going to explore without agents. This just, to me, makes Michigan State the hands-on favorite to win this thing next year, at least on paper. Great to have you on the show, pal. Once again, All right, gentlemen. Thank you. To you. See, See you, up. Pat. There you go. Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com. Great stuff if you're a uh, Hawk fan. Jimmy B and TC, we're coming right back. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. The season is changing, and that means you'll be getting back to yard work. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a Super Start lawnmower battery starting at $24.99. Whether it's for your lawnmower or tractor, O'Reilly has a Super Start lawnmower battery that's an exact fit for your needs. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. 1700 KBGG and Malone Motorsports want you to rock the boat. SN Win, a brand new 16 foot low 160 fishing machine Pro Series boat with a 60 horsepower Mercury Marine motor and trailer valued at over $17,500. Go online to 1700kbgg.com for your chance to qualify or stop by Malone Motorsports and drop your name in the box. Then be at our party at Malone Motorsports and you could be a winner with 1700 KBGG. KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. 
You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back at in the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, Jimmy B and TC. Here until 3 o'clock, 264 1700 with your phone calls and uh Jimmy B we talked a little hoops there at the end with mm-hmm. Pat Hardy. Yep. Uh saw today that rivals.com came out with their uh, final rankings for the 2017 class. Uh we know that Lindell Wigington certainly the prize jewel of the Iowa State class coming yes. in. I uh, expect him to be playing a lot next year him and Donovan Jackson in that backcourt. They should be a lot of fun and We'll still see what Iowa State has uh, along with them with the transfer market that they're in. But uh, their final release of the 150, did you see where Wigington ended up? No. 23rd in the class. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, he was. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> he was, you know, in that 40 to 60 that's, range. That's by, where I saw him. Right. Yeah. And he skyrocketed. He played very well here at the end of the year. I saw him a little bit in the, uh, was it the McDonald's game? Yeah. He, uh, he wasn't in the McDonald's. No, the game. other, what's the other one? Well, it was the National Broad uh, Showcase for the team. There, there you go. Yes. And he played in a couple other events, played incredibly well. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a guy yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. The expectations were already high. Oh, yes. But when you see this, and now he is a top 25 player in the mm-hmm. class. They've had McDonald's All-Americans. They had Rice, Royce White, who was a transfer. Yes. But even going back to you know some of the big guys that they got, Marcus Pfizer was the, the biggest one. I don't think nationally. Now, this is just off the top of my head. Okay. I don't believe nationally he was a consensus top 25 player. He was a couple of them out, you know, a couple of the rankings had right, him there. Right. He was selected for the McDonald's game, which would say, well, you're a top 30 player then if that's the case. Uh-huh. But I don't believe he was consensus. Now, this isn't consensus either with Wigginton. This is just Rivals' final list. But to me, Rivals is the one that I always I put the most stock in. Why is that? It's been around for the longest time. Oh, okay. It's, uh, you know, 24-7, I like what they do. They use a composite of every ranking out there to come up with theirs. Scout, okay, but at least for me, Rivals is always the place that I go, and uh, that's the one that 
I've always kind of weighed the most and had given the most credence. 23rd. That's pretty incredible. That's impressive. Iowa State also bringing in another top 150 player, Terrence Lewis. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the small forward from up in Milwaukee, six foot six. Always liked uh, his game. I guess didn't get maybe as much national notoriety as I thought maybe he could get. Right. But he's a real nice player. He comes in at 112 in the final okay. rankings. And then the uh, three Iowa players that'll be coming in. Luca Garza finishes at 107. Okay. Jack Nungi, he does get into the top 150. The six foot ten. Small forward, I mean, yeah. Jared Utoff, starter kit right there. A uh, kid that can shoot it and uh, a, a good size to him. He comes in at 147, sneaks into the rankings for the first time. And uh, Connor McCaffrey, though he's a walk-on. Yes. Not very often you get a top a, a 150 walk-on. kid yeah. to walk on. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. That's he what might, the Hawkeyes he might are know somebody get. there. Yeah, 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 he might have a connection. <laughs> and have a dad that makes a little money, too. Yeah. That's got to help out. He comes in at 116. Interesting. So, final rankings there, but Wigington, really, I mean, that was... Huge news. You talk, and it's difficult this late in the process right. to move up because by this time, by the time these guys are seniors, all the national evaluators have seen pretty much every one of these kids a multitude of times. Yes. You'll see a little shifting. You know, it's get a few more clicks. You, you know how it goes. That's what they're working for here. But you rarely see a guy move up from, I think he was at 47 to 23. I mean, that's a big leap. That's very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive with what, what that kid has I'm been able to, to do. I'm excited to see him. Yeah, me too. And me if too. he is that if, good, yeah. well, maybe uh, Lenardi was on to something. Yeah. Again, Iowa State is so difficult to figure out what they're going to look like because we don't know the roster. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be something completely different. If it's a case where Elijah Brown, the New Mexico transfer, comes in and, and they pick up you know Daryl Edwards, uh-huh. the, the kid from down in Florida that was on a visit last weekend. They get both those guys that will be eligible to play next year. Well, that completely changes things. It's just it's the great unknown right now with Iowa State. This is going to be a team that might struggle early, and it'll be a kind of a, a work in progress, mm-hmm. and maybe then by January. Right. You might have a pretty a much better idea of how good they could be. Now that also depends what happens in the non conference schedule. Correct. You know who do you schedule? Do you just schedule for wins? And you know you have a nice record, but it's hollow there. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of ways, and, and that'll be interesting to see what Prome kind of comes up with here for the schedule. I love schedules. <laughs> if you don't know, I could talk about schedules. You, you in college sports all day long. You, Football, basketball. Yep. I love this stuff. You tweeted that out last night. I just chuckled. I, 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 I know. Maybe I should uh, make myself for hire. I can help college yeah. teams schedule. Yeah. Figure out what they want. I can help well, them you out. Already... I can tell you what. I can do a better job than they're doing in Iowa City with I, their non-conference. I, 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 know, I know you're upset about that. Uh, you are Southern Utah. You, you are the, the king of jerseys. Yes. You are the official czar of jerseys. Well, self-appointed. Self-appointed. Yes. Uniform you could, czar. You could be the self-appointed scheduler. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's make a phone call. Okay, we'll do that. We'll come back here, kicking off the 1 o'clock hour. Back to college football talk. Adam Kramer will join us on the other side from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black. Most adults take supplements hoping to improve their health. They don't do anything to prevent illness. That's why I created Texas Superfood. It's pure, natural nutrition. 
Switch from your chemistry set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Get better energy, focus, better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. Call now, 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at TexasSuperfood.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Today, there are over 47 million Ford vehicles on the road, rolling on over 188 million tires. That's a lot of rubber to trust to anyone other than the hardworking specialist at Ford Service. No one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Get a $140 rebate by mail on four select tires when you use the Ford Service credit card at the Big Tire event. Subject to credit approval, rebate by prepaid debit card. Other tire manufacturer rebate or offer cannot be combined with Ford Service credit card rebate or offer. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 63017. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in store? Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan? Too young for a cardigan. (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Order online at advanceautoparts.com and pick up your order in store in just 30 minutes. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to... My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. (laughs) That's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 